This is a diet of Brussels. The events in Calais call into question uh, the whole notion of free movement uh, within the EU. The reason for, for asking this question is really just to touch on uh, the uh, previous uh, podcast where we talked about the relationship between immigration and the EU. And there I was talking about the difference between uh, migration uh, within the EU and into the EU. Now what we've seen in Calais this summer is really an exacerbation of what's been a, a fairly long-standing situation. That you get uh, migrants... Uh, from outside of the EU, who enter uh, the Union. They then travel across one or more member states to find uh, an end point uh, in another member state. And in the case of Calais, uh, it obviously provides a very uh, convenient uh, transit point for entering the UK. Now, from the perspective of uh, the British public, Uh, For them, they see uh, migrants who have typically come uh, across the Mediterranean. Uh, They've crossed through Italy or Spain, uh, through France, uh, up to Calais, and then they're they're trying to access the UK. Now, this raises uh, clearly some important questions and some difficult questions. All of the member states of the EU are signatories to uh, the Dublin Convention, which basically is an agreement between uh, member states uh, and some others to say uh, there should be a uh, a principle of uh, trying to uh, spread uh, the load uh, of uh, uh, these kinds of uh, immigrants uh, and particularly those seeking asylum who make up a substantial percentage of the, uh, the volume and the general guiding principle should be that the first country in which uh, an asylum seeker uh, arrives um, is the one that should process and handle that particular application. And that there's an agreement that uh, everyone should have the same kinds of requirements about uh, asylum uh, to reduce the number of people who are if you like, uh, shop around, that they seek asylum in one country, get rejected, move to another country, apply there. So that one application is made, it's dealt with by uh, the first point of contact, and uh, that then uh, that is good for uh, all the signatories. Now, with that in mind, you can see why uh, there is concern uh, by many British politicians uh, about the scenes in Calais that these are people who are potentially or indeed actually asylum seekers who have nonetheless uh, moved on from their entry point to uh, come into the UK. Now, it's certainly true that in uh, the case of most member states, uh, because they don't have internal or uh, border controls uh, in relation to their land borders uh, with uh, other member states, it certainly is very easy once you're in to to stay in. But the flip side of that should be then that there is increased vigilance at the uh, external perimeter of the Schengen zone. And certainly the requirements uh, for Schengen are not that much easier than for the UK. However, the difficulty is clearly that uh, for countries that are receiving large numbers of uh, 
migrants coming in. So particularly, as we know, those uh, are in southern Europe, uh, such as Italy and Greece. Um, for them, there's no clear incentive for them to abide by uh, the uh, convention as I've specified it. And that for them, there's also an interest in saying, well, if you want to go somewhere else, then you go somewhere else, and uh, then it's not our problem to deal with. Added to that, there's also a factor that uh, uh, asylum seekers and also economic migrants often will want to go and join uh, either friends or family who have already made the journey. So even if they don't necessarily have a particular interest in going somewhere, uh, they'd like to go somewhere where they feel that they can uh, already make uh, contacts with people they know to make it that bit easier. So there's a a number of factors which really are are at play here. The real difficulty, though, is that uh, uh, in terms of trying to uh, communicate the benefits of uh, free movement, uh, that looks very compromised when we look at what's uh, what's happening in Calais. Now, uh, there's a flip side to this, and perhaps it's a final point to, to, to dwell on, which is that whilst we might uh, be unhappy about scenes of uh, migrants trying to uh, illicitly uh, enter uh, the UK, we also should be aware of the complaints that have been made about the restrictions on free movement or the freedom of movement uh, for people trying to move uh, who aren't migrants. So uh, whether that's lorry drivers or tourists, trying to get through the tunnel uh, has become that much more complicated, in some cases uh, with very big delays. So there's an understanding that there's a benefit to free movement, but that also has come with a degree of cost.